Welcome back to Specialty Coffee Talk, the show where we talk high-quality coffee in a low-quality way. I'm your host, Philip, and today we're going to be doing part two of the interview with Abide Coffee Roasters. So settle in. It's time for another conversation. I think we're ready, guys. If you want to start uh, breaking some crust and getting your nose in the coffee, and uh as we do can you so for everybody that's listening can you like give us a a talk through of what's happening so they can use their imaginations sure. and kind of come along with us on this little uh, epic journey here absolutely so kind of cupping is a uh, it, it looks like it's a mysterious thing and and it looks complicated but it's really really simple um there's there's a couple parts to it uh, before you ever pour water in the cup, you smell the grounds, and the grounds will give you um, a, a fragrance. You know, there's certain things in the grounds that may, uh, you may pick up um, certain scents, and uh, those scents may then turn into flavors in your mouth when you actually start drinking. Once you're done with that, um, put the water in and you let it steep for about four minutes, and what happens is it creates a crust. And that crust is the the grounds and the oils that have been released from the coffee um, that the hot water has released. So what you do is you take your spoon and you kind of push the grounds around. You kind of swim them around off the top and you just, you start, you get your nose literally right down in there. Not in the cup because you don't want to burn it, but right above it. And you really get as good of a smell as you can from that coffee. And again, that's about kind of... Um, preparing your palate for the types of flavors that will be presented in the cup. Um, after you're done uh, breaking up the, the grounds and getting the, the fragrance, uh, the aroma, um, you'll go through and you'll actually clean the grounds off the top because nobody wants to to drink coffee grounds that's that's kind of a that's a bad coffee experience when you get coffee grounds in your mouth so we, we clean the grounds and the oils off of the top and then that starts everybody's favorite part of cupping that's when you take your spoon and you fill it up and you start slurping yes you literally slurp um, the coffee and the purpose of that is not to make loud obnoxious noises even though that is part of it um, you know, there are competitions about who can slurp the loudest. There, there have been, there have been those competitions, but, uh, really it's about, um, trying to get the, the coffee to, to kind of spray over your entire, um, your, over your entire palate so that it hits all the areas of your tongue. It, and, um, once it hits all those areas of the tongue, you can pick up on certain sweetness, certain sourness, uh, bitterness, th those types of, of things. So there is a purpose behind the, the slurping though. It is pretty fun, uh, to slurp and it's a lot of fun to like be in a group, um, in a group cupping setting and you have, you can tell like the shy, the shy gentleman or the, the shy, the shy woman who, who, who doesn't think slurping is, is all that uh, appropriate. So th they do the, the soft slurp, you know, and they, they really try and get into it. And then, uh, you know, you may run into them three months down the line and they're the, the loudest slurper in the class because they, you know, you know, once you get cupping in your blood and you realize how fun it is, uh, you, you look for opportunities to do it. So this is important. Um, for cupping, we actually steep directly. It's direct immersion of coffee grounds in the water. That's different than 
most brewing uh, techniques, uh, most brewing techniques are, are, are poured over the grounds. Or if it's cold brew, they, they do steep in, but they steep in in a, in a bag. Here, the grounds just sit in the water, but uh, the grounds sink to the bottom of the cup. And so when you're when you're uh, getting ready to take a uh, a drink um, to slurp off your spoon, you wanna you wanna really be careful just to take the the top the top off of um, off of the coffee. You don't want to go too deep, because then again, you might end up with some grounds in your mouth and and that is a a bad coffee experience the way that i understand it and i'm by no means an expert on this and i have um i'll be the first to admit i still have so much to learn but um i think the easiest most understandable reason for direct immersion is for consistency in brewing technique the whole point of cupping is to create is to remove as many variables as you can you you want to create that even play playing field so that the differences you're tasting are not in brewing technique they're the differences in the coffee the coffee is the star player when it comes to the cupping um, and then you know cupping is used for a lot of different reasons you guys go ahead and start slurping oh uh, you may hear some loud slurping don't worry it's just me enjoying this coffee now, hopefully you're at home enjoying coffee as well so yeah, cupping, uh, we use it for a number of reasons. For today, it's about just getting together with you guys and sharing some good coffees and just uh, having some good conversation. Um, we also uh, do enjoy uh, cupping in terms of determining which coffees we're gonna purchase. So with sample roasting, you do a lot of cupping. Um, we'll get samples from, uh, you know, from various importers. We'll do a sample profile roast on those and then we'll take it to the table and you know the the cup will tell the truth and the cup will will give you an indicator of of what kind of qualities that specific coffee has as well as where you need to to go in the roast profile if you need to roast it uh, longer into first crack if you need to pull it back shorter um, if you need to have a little bit more um, time in the drying phase uh, maybe you need to increase or decrease your your uh, charge temperature those things the cup uh, the that cup really kind of helps to explain helps to um, inform I guess really um, and then I think my favorite cuppings are the tastings where we just get groups of people together and they have an opportunity just to taste various coffees and their eyes are opened to variability and when we can take them quote quote unquote around the world at our table you know from Indonesia to um, South America to Africa and they can literally taste the differences in the coffees it opens their their eyes and their their minds up to um, to all the possibilities there are in 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 coffees and specialty coffee so Phil let's do real quick these Ethiopias okay we slurped the natural delicious it was great then was we slurped good. the washed or you did i did give me oh here's give me a first impression a what you tasted that was different what was your experience hmm i want to do it again to be honest uh but they're definitely they definitely taste different they're not the same um the same coffee so the different process brighter, right natural is a little brighter I'd say that's more I feel like the natural has more going on. 
or maybe it's just more obvious to me that it's going on, which could be. I don't know. Yeah, so the the natural is going to be brighter. Um, we we do a about a ninety second roast development from the start of first crack. So it's um, that's your that's usually your standard when you're when you're sample roasting, and we found we we tried to to mess with it. And it never, it was never as good as that kind of sweet spot about 90 seconds after the start of first crack. So it's going to have a lot more acidity. The the washed we take a little bit longer. Um, we we take it about 2:15 to 2:30 in terms of its development. So it reduces the acidity, um, but uh, you know the acidity is still definitely there. But it's it's kind of in the form of citrus. Um, compared to, you know, the more floral or st um, the more fruity or you know stone fruit acidity you're getting, uh, getting from the uh, the natural. Um, both cups to me have caramel, which is interesting. But in how the caramel presents, mm -hmm. is is very 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 different. Uh, the natural has very distinct like fruit forward notes in it, um, and then this uh, washed is like super balanced pretty much all the way through with like uh i don't know i don't know what the note of the fruit would be but it's like there's this fruit note and there's this nice carameliness oh it's really good it's you know and and again it, it's going to present itself different as a pour over compared to a cupping yeah. um when you do the washed as a pour over just a standard v60 pour over uh that uh that caramel sweetness it, it presents itself um i can pick up on the black pepper note which mm -hmm. is about in the middle of the of the flavor profile um the citrus comes in and the the finish tends to be a long lingering caramel on the back of the tongue mm -hmm. with with the wash is what i typically find and uh, for the longest time it was my absolute favorite coffee i would i would just I would enjoy it just for that that finish. You know, yeah. the finish to me can define a coffee. A good finish is is key. See, that's that's, that's fine. That's what we were going to say when we were cut off by you enjoying coffee. The finish is like because the carameliness on this is so pleasant and it just sits. And I love that. It's like on this uh, the wash. It's so uh, vibrant. Yeah, when you have a cup of coffee with each sip and and you you just sit there and the coffee stays in your mouth for you know 30 seconds to a minute uh, it does two things for me one i'm just i'm so enjoying that finish and and just kind of relishing in it and then as it finally starts to fade the next the only thing i can think of is going back to that cup and getting another getting another drink you know um and and that to me was what really defines like the the super high quality um, coffees and compared to kind of just the um, you know the maybe the not so super high quality coffees um, for my palate and I want to emphasize that is coffee is about individual palates and it's about individual likes and dislikes and you know a co um, a coffee that I may think is super high quality may not have a a very high Q scoring like a quality scoring um, that's a way that we kind of score the, the the quality of coffees in, on a hundred scale and the tops the top coffees are going to be scoring in the 90s well there may be an 84 85 86 
Q-graded coffee that to me is is splendid. It's just super because it's speaking to my specific likes um, for my specific palate. And so part of the, the amazing thing about coffee is there's so much variety that what you need to do is you need to go out and start experimenting and trying different coffees and finding what you like. And I love the idea of... Uh, of, of a coffee consumer who says, I'm going to go to Augie's because I want to pick up um, their Guatemala because it, it hits on the, on the chocolate and the nutty and the citrus perfectly. I'm going to head down to my buddies at Arcade because they have an Ethiopia wash that's just perfect in terms of its balance and its cleanness and it just speaks to me. I'm going to go to Abide to get their Ethiopia natural because I love that interweaving of caramel and and fruit and that finish is just perfect but we have this in today's world especially with computers and uh, the ability to purchase online and the growth of these small community coffee roasters we just have so much uh, product available at our hands good good coffee ready to be enjoyed and you know within 30 square miles we could we could hit up you know 10 15 20 different coffee roasters we especially in southern california like we are so spoiled if you if you want to do do a coffee crawl from here all the way to la which is 70 miles away or whatever and then orange county i mean we've got like a hundred hundred i mean easy yeah it is and a lot of them are good like yeah really really good and that's you know that's 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 something cool about coffee is uh, now as it's kind of growing um, in terms of like independent coffee roasters and what we call, I guess, third wave coffee, um, is that we, for the most part, all support one another. And it's, uh, it's not unheard of, you know, for Augie's to go and support um, Lyft coffee roasters or arcade coffee roasters. Mm -hmm. One of the coolest things that ever happened to me is when Austin from Augie's came to our booth at the Music and Arts Festival and bought a cold brew and stopped and turned around and said, this is pretty good. I mean, it felt like I hit big time, right? <laughs> um, but we're incredibly supportive of one another. The, the, the coffee community is unique in that we, we truly care about um, each other's success. We want to see good coffee brought, um, brought to the table. And um, that whole idea of, of cutthroat business and uh, driving people out or trying to corner a market is... is that's given up in favor of really building um, a community that's supportive and encouraging, mm -hmm. and uh, you you can you can see it in so many different different ways. Just in terms of people who share their profiles, um, I follow uh, Bangarang Coffee out of Long Beach, and every once in a while they'll geek out and just throw a profile up on 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 their social media, and uh, that that's just that's incredibly cool. And people are are being open. Uh, because the whole goal is is not to create a coffee that nobody else can reproduce, is to create great coffee and encourage people to to make more great coffee. Mm -hmm. And we really do. We like to. We like that we get to be a part of that. We really do. Yeah. Can you walk us through what are we what are we tasting? What are what are you tasting compared to what we're tasting? Because I just had this Ethiopian natural. I've been sitting over here sipping on it like a little camel, or whatever laps things up from cups, and. It's delicious. Yeah. As it's cooling down, it's getting sweeter. It's hitting that nice sweet spot. And the peach is still there, but I would say there's now like a layer of blueberry over the top of it. 
and it's nice <laughs> and then it's just sweet like the end of it is just sitting so sweet mm. you hit on something that's that's really cool about cupping is that um, when you cup you taste you keep going back to the cup at different times so that you can taste it at different temperatures and something you may not uh, know depending on where you're at and kind of your coffee walk is um, coffee changes with temperature um, I, for me, that was no more apparent than when we cupped some Sumatras. And when we took that first sip, it was, we didn't enjoy it. We, we didn't enjoy the Sumatras. But when the Sumatra cooled a few degrees and we went back to it, it started, the sweetness started to come out uh, to the point where we were overly excited by what we were tasting in the cup. So when, when you cup, you want to continue to go back to the coffee because you may have tasted the coffee at a, at a certain temperature that you didn't really like it, but then you go back and now you're starting to pick up on something that you do like. So that's important because if you choose to buy that coffee, that's information you can, you can pass on to the consumer. Mm -hmm. um, this coffee is great. You know, allow it to sit for two to three minutes before, before enjoying, you know, so that you can really target um, the best kind of, kind of coffee drinking experience. So the Pacavita is um, what you should be getting is a, is a brightness, um, a strong kind of uh, lemon or citrus mm -hmm. uh, flavor that kind of runs throughout the entire uh, profile. It really it really does dominate it. Uh, but what I've been excited about with the Pacavita, because we've been working with this for quite some time, is that I think we've we've been able to decrease the acidity a little bit because it was even brighter than what you guys are tasting in the cup before we cut it back okay. even from where it was uh and what what it ended up doing is is creating a more enjoyable finish so before it was a very bright 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 coffee with a pretty short finish and so we we kind of changed uh changed our charge temperature when we roasted it and reduced the acidity reduced some of that sweetness and ended up um, elongating the finish and it's become more enjoyable and I'm I'm gonna be continuing to work on it you know and uh, you know sometimes these coffee coffees they they kind of develop and evolve um, you know through the life of of, of the roaster and um, you know ideally we want to find the perfect profile and mimic it but um, sometimes you think you've got it dialed in and then you do something different and you taste it and you're blown away by the results. So, um, you know, uh, for us, we want to make sure that whatever we put on the market, we enjoy and that it, it, it meets our internal quality standards, but we're also not beyond changing things up and, uh, and trying some things that, uh, that are new with each of these coffees, because, you know, the, the, the coffee we really want to do a good job of producing that the right flavor profile yeah that uh this peru when i first tasted it i was like eh. um but i when i came back to it just to kind of like feed into what you're saying before i came back to it really good mm. that that second time like when it sat that longer time right there mm. wherever it is right now it was like there's a lot of flavor a lot of um it was really good I don't know. It was delicious. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, it, it is. It's it's like I said, I mean, when you put it on the table with a number of coffees, it doesn't stand out. It doesn't jump out. Um, but what it has that some of the other coffees doesn't is this, um, it's got this, this per, uh, per, 
permeability. I don't know if that's even a word. I'm going to create it. Permeability. Sweet. You've heard it here for the first time. It's this kind of idea of, (laughs) of, of, of permanence, um, in terms of its, of its, uh, of it, of its, um, flavor. And so, um, it just, it stays constant, it's permanent and it's solid. Um, so in, in some, sometimes you kind of, you sacrifice on some of the more exciting qualities for consistency, I think. And that's why I think the Peru is so enjoyable is kind of like this, this idea of an everyday coffee, you know, it's something that I can get up in the morning. I can put in my coffee maker. I can, I can brew it as just a drip. And I know from the second that I start drinking it till the second that cup's done, it's going to provide me with a solid quality, balanced coffee. That's enjoyable. Um, now, if I'm going to sit down and and really relax and want to have a really special, unique coffee, that's when I'm going to go to the Ethiopia Natural and just be able to savor each and every sip. And I can't really savor each and every sip as I'm driving into work, but um, you know, with the Peru, I can go, oh, that, that, that reminds me, that is really, really good. And then I put it back in my, you know, in the cup holder and continue my my commute. But um, you know, there's so many different coffees for so many different occasions, and um, we we have a, a great opportunity, like you're saying, in Southern California, to try so many coffees from so many different areas. Jamming, you get in the jam. Oh man, I'm saying we're going, we're moving toward like a strawberry preserves here. Oh wow! But that blueberry is so intense now; it's fantastic. I'm do it. Um, so we're moving, unfortunately, toward the end of our time. And we are definitely going to set up more time at another time. That's a lot of use of the word time. Um, but man, thank you. Thank you so much. So hopefully you guys listening to the show, hearing the, uh, the cupping, hopefully you are moved. You're a little green with envy and you are excited to do your own cupping, to go attend wherever you live. If you guys are in this area, definitely hit John up. John, what's, what are the social media hits where they can contact you? They can say, hey, we heard that these coffees were fantastic. Sure. How do they, how do they get a hold of you? Uh, they can email us directly at abidecoffee at gmail.com. We are on Instagram uh, at abidecoffeeroasters or on Twitter and Facebook at abidecoffee. Um, you can also just call me. You know, our company phone line is my cell number, and that's 909-644-2753. Uh, we are really here to um, we're really here to help, and we'd love to hear from you. Um, if you guys want to set up a cupping, cupping, we'd love to do that. We love uh, sharing our coffees with you, sharing our excitement of coffee and of people, and um, We'd, uh, we'd love to hear from you. Um, and we, uh, we will be at the Ukaipa Autumn Fest uh, the 13th and 14th of October. That's next weekend. We'll have our booth up. We'll be serving some hot coffee, some cold brew, some nitro cold brew, and some hot chocolate uh, featuring Parliament chocolate out of Redlands. Well, it was really, really good to be able to talk to you. Thank you so much for uh, joining us, for talking to us for letting us come and invade your home and drink delicious coffee. And thanks for being good at this, because this is great. This is really good. (laughs) And uh, yeah, we definitely will set up another part two, because this may be two parts already, but we'll set up a part three, a part four, a part 10, so we can get into like roasting, your profiles, your process, and talk a little bit more about those, those issues of sustainability and 
see where you're headed, how your business is developing. If you're down with that, we're probably going to hit you up again. I uh, I had a wonderful time, guys. It's uh, It really is an honor for, to even be considered and have you guys come into our home and, and share this and give us an opportunity to to do this. Um, we, we'd love to do it. And, uh, we, we hope to see the continued success of your program. Um, we think it's great. Uh, we enjoy it because, um, you know, for us, we, we like to take complicated things and make them very simple for, for me to understand. So I like your approach and looking forward to coming back. Absolutely. Yes. All right. Well, until then, everybody, uh, I hope you have a good day. Grab a cup of coffee, put a smile on your face, take a sip, and we'll see you next time for another conversation.